everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 371, from March 2nd, 1997, a Sunday night show with guest Charlotte Ross. She's on the show promoting her sitcom, Polly, the Polly Shore show that aired on Fox in 1997. Adam mentions she was on the MTV show and was great, so they had her on the radio show as well. He stops short of calling her a hot piece of ass and uses butt instead. Odd. And he asks Dr. Drew about the glad topic and wants to know if he wants to get into it. Oh. Charlotte would return to the show in June of 2000 for episode 1222 on Sunday night, June 25th. 2000 with William McNamara. They're the cast of the movie Beggars and Choosers. That is the infamous episode with Dr. Bruce where they talk about Adam Kroll's final visit to Conan O'Brien. And that episode will be coming up full in the archive in some time. There may even be there may even be another lost appearance or two in the archive we find before then. If so, we'll post in the feed as well. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <sighs> Two. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Love Line's meant for an adult audience. Love Line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, Drew, yes. Uh, I am Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. And tonight, Charlotte Ross is going to be in the studio. She is a hot and shapely blonde who plays uh, Polly Shore's stepmother in the uh, Polly Show. Stepmother? Yes, stepmother. Oh, I didn't that was the role. Interesting. True. That's where the comedy is. Don't I you see. understand? I got it, got it. It's a stepmom. Polly's uh, living at home. He's trying to sponge off the man. And the stepmom comes in and uh, kicks a little ass. Got it. Same thing that happened to me in my life, except for no one lived in a mansion and we weren't arguing over uh, who got to keep the uh, silver-plated swizzle sticks. It was more like, hey, get the nappy-headed kid out of the garage. Your stepmom look like Charlotte? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nobody looks like Charlotte but Charlotte. Uh, she is quite a uh, piece of blonde butt. Come on. And I didn't use the A word uh, out of uh, respect. No, Charlotte's a lot of fun. We had her on the TV show, so we'll talk to her. And uh, Polly's 930 tomorrow night on uh, the Fox Network. All right. Also, she uh, mentioned right before uh, we went in that she had a little slumber party last night with a bunch of chicks. So um, we'll dissect that. All right, Drew, I got email here. Did I give the phone number out? Probably not. 1-800-LOVE-191. And the fax number is 310-854-4455. All right, Drew, I want to talk about Glad for a minute. Really? Do you not want to talk about that? Are you too big a wuss? No, I'll talk about it. I'd like to talk about this for a second. Uh, We did the TV show over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, the TV show got a letter from Glad. Glad is the uh, Gay and Lesbian Anti-Defamation... Right, Alliance Against... uh, ...department or something. Right. Is that what that is? Basically, yeah. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Nobody deserves the acronym Glad uh, less than those people. You've never seen a, a bunch of uh, more pissed off people in your life. Uh, writing letters to everyone, by the all way. Right, all, right. all right. So the uh, TV show, the Loveline TV show, gets a letter from Glad, yeah. and they're PO'd. And uh, they said, um, 
there's a huge irony in it. If the ironic thing is, is it was not aimed toward me, but to Dr. Drew. Which is just <laughs> unbelievable. But, okay. Now, why was GLAD aimed toward you? Um, you you champion mostly, the gay cause. No, Drew. really. Yeah, I know I do, but it's mostly... GLAD should be kissing your ass. Well, Come on. But it's mostly because... It, it, some you know we're still trying to master that medium that we call television. All right, and apparently I looked as stop I look, backpedaling. What'd you I, say? I, I look as though I'm tolerating uh, giggling and and uh, sort of making fun of and when it's inappropriate. What'd you say? What'd you say that got the letter? That was one of the one, the thing I, I saw you write a note here. The one thing that you you liked was that anal sex was not a loving act. Right. One of our guests and said it in passing, and I said, yeah, yeah, right. And wasn't this? You didn't say yeah, yeah. But no, I went. I guess it's not a loving act, but I, it was sort well, of an passing comment. That here's I mean. the deal: we have a lot of guests. They ramble on, and what you try to do is you try to steer it back toward the call. So whatever it is, they go. Repeat, uh, yeah. They go. Uh, I think what Hitler did was right, and you go, yeah, Hitler was a good guy. All right, let's get back to the phone. Right. It's exactly the, the context in which that happened. Right, because yeah. if you disagree with them, then an argument breaks out, and then you never get back to the phone. In fact, in fact, if I remember what I said was, I'm not sure it's a loving act, but or maybe it is a you know not a loving act. I, I don't know. All right, but let's look, I, because I don't know. Let's look at the context. What, wasn't that a woman calling saying that a that a guy had been trying yes. to perform a yes. sodomy on her? Yes. And that, uh, and, a, she, and it was a female guest talking about, it. and that she was in pain yeah. over it, and that uh, she had hemorrhoids, yeah. and that she not did not want to participate in this. Something so like you that. said within the context of that, that is not a loving act. Yeah. Here's the deal with you people and any causes you have, anybody, anybody. I don't care what your group is. I don't care if you're gay, if it's uh, Mexican American, black, uh, uh, Asian. With the gun uh, people. The gun people, the fat white separatists, whatever your little niche is in life. First off, I trust no one with a niche. But number two, when you start harping over nothing, then everyone goes, oh, I see you're idiots. Well, I didn't know that. I thought GLAD was a, a I, I thought it was a reputable organization. But I see you harp over nothing. Now you're a bunch of whining idiots. I guess we don't uh, have to listen right. to you about uh, anything now look, anymore. Now, by the way, the, le- the letter was uh, the letter was actually kind of nice. Oh, it was. And it was and it was just sort of alerting us to some stuff. It, ha- it helped me, frankly, and so I was able. It did because uh-huh. look, I'm I'm trying to still contain the propriety of what we do on in, in both here and there, and that's a new environment. All right. So what I, was the I other? To, what was the other? Beef? Oh, there's a, there a bunch of them. There's a whole list. Oh, really? Of, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I only got two. I only got that one and the uh, sexual ambivalent one. Oh, yeah. That was another big one. Yeah. All right. Now, what was that one? That that I led people to believe that there was no such thing as bisexuality. Right. Uh, Because, again, within the context of the call, it was some 18-year-old calling up saying— 15-year-old. Uh, I've never been with a, a man, but I think I like men. Uh, right. I was molested when I was uh, six by my uncle. I had a girlfriend once, but right. we never did anything. Right. Right, right, I right. think I'm bisexual. Right. In which case, Drew chimed in and said, uh, I don't know if you're bisexual. I think you're confused. Right. I think that's sexual ambivalence. Right. I don't think you know what you want. Right. Oh, boy, let's get out the letters. Please, people, pick legitimate causes and go after them. Stop wasting your time. You look like fools. You really do. You embarrass yourself when you do that. When you go after guys like Drew, you embarrass yourself. You make an ass out of yourself. Stop making asses out of yourself. Go after uh, something appropriate like that's right. Adam. That's that's right. Go after me. Go after all the other idiots who are on the air. Go after uh, Jimmy Swaggart or whoever, whatever other targets are uh, in your crosshairs. But Drew, of all people, for Christ's sake. Nobody loves the gay and the lesbian organization more than Drew. Am I right, Drew? 
<laughs> I guess so. Don't laugh. You'll get another letter. Hey, I appreciate that. Okay, I, I responded good. to them, and I actually right. appreciate that. Topic number two. Yeah. Baywatch. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. this really, this, speaking about something caught in your crosshairs, this has really gotten you, hasn't it? Well, think about this yeah, for a second. Yeah, I know what this is going to be. We had someone on from Baywatch, yeah. and I was saying uh, the time of Baywatch. And Baywatch runs... Uh, Sunday afternoon or something. Sunday afternoon. Uh, Baywatch is uh, huge. It's nationally uh, syndicated, and it's hard to find out what time Baywatch is on because it's on, on a loop just continuously. I think they have a, I think Channel 13 is the Baywatch channel out here. But anyway, it does run on Sundays, and you have to check your local listings. Out here in Los Angeles, it runs at noon. Sunday. Sunday, the holy day. My people's Sabbath, Sunday. The day he rested, Sunday. You understand? The church-going day, Sunday. Okay. At noon. Smack dab in the middle of the morning there. Noon. All right. Now, our show runs late at night. TV or radio, it doesn't matter. It's late night. Why is it late night, Drew? Safe harbor. Adam. Safe harbor. Why? Why do we have to be within the safe harbor? Because uh, the material is difficult. Content. Yeah. A little racy. Yeah. Yeah. Because we say the word penis. Now, that's offensive to a lot of people. It's perfectly fine to have a bunch of uh, chicks who've had uh, silicone implants running in slow motion down the beach, which, by the way, I'm all for. Uh, don't get me wrong on this riff. But, but to grossly objectify the sexual, women in a sexual fashion. Right. 100% uh, 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 objectification there. Right. I mean, you're doing it pure titillation. Half the people that watch Baywatch uh, don't even have the sound up. It's the biggest show in uh, uh, internationally because no one needs to understand it. I don't even think they dub it over. I think Hasselhoff just speaks in English, and uh, the German ratings are going through the roof because it's a uh, one long slow-motion montage of uh, Pamela Anderson jogging down the beach. And this is Donna Dierico from Baywatch. Oh, yes, and Donna Dierico. This is acceptable. This is fine. This sort of uh, titillation, this sort of titillation for the sake of titillation right. uh, is perfectly fine. And that, that's right. What, what are they hiding? I, I mean, what are they saying? We're teaching people how to save lives with uh, strap-on orange buoys or something? No, this is recoculous. They do nothing, pure titillation and ratings. N- Sunday, noon, right in the middle of the day. We have to go on at night because we're talking about important issues. Well, here's the and, and the word penis gets right, mentioned really in the middle of the important issue. Right, right. Please, people, get your priorities straight out there. For Christ's sake, we got a whole land full of morons. And then, uh, I don't want to riff too long here, but this whole B of A uh, shootout thing took place in the old uh, North Hollywood area. Uh, one, uh, Just last thing, and then I'm getting to the... This is my hometown, this neighborhood. It's like within blocks of where you grew up, isn't it? Yes. And I thought I was going to be the one to put... In... Huh? Lisa does? Two streets away? You all oh right, my God. baby? Is that all right? Uh, Were you there during it? Oh my goodness! All right, but I'll um, I'll, I'll check you for uh, superficial wounds uh, during the commercial well, Adam, break, just y- to make y- sure everything's out. fine, Lisa. I- I'm very sorry, but you are not going to be the reason North Hollywood is known throughout the world. I thought I was going to put it on the map, and then I realized pornography is putting it on the map, and now uh, uh, violence is uh, putting North Hollywood on the map. So I guess I'll just be third. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing: I was thinking about they pulled these guys over. You know, these two guys. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've been in listening Glendale. to the news. Yeah, they lived in Altadena, which is uh, one of Drew's digs. And they pulled these guys over, you know, a year ago or whatever, a few years ago, and for speeding. And by the way, you know you're an idiot when you're speeding with an arsenal in your trunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell, I got hit off a joint. I'm driving four miles an hour. And these guys got a whole arsenal in their trunk, and they're speeding. Anyway, they pulled these two guys over two years ago. They pop open the trunk. 
They find AK-47s with 100-round uh, clips or boxes. 1,000 th- rounds of ammunition. Right. 1,000 rounds of ammunition, but 100 you know, yeah. at a time. Right. They find uh, armor-piercing bullets. They find a police scanner. <laughs> they find a black ski mask. And the guys are packing 9 millimeters. Mm. All right. Now, what do they do with these guys? They put them in jail, and they stay there for three months, and then they're out to uh, destroy the neighborhood. That's fine. Why? There's not that much room in jail. Why, Drew? Why isn't there that much room in jail? I'll tell you why. Yes, thank you, Engineer Mike. It only took you 45 minutes to come in with that. Consensual crimes. We got prostitutes in there. We got Johns in there. We got pimps in there. We got guy. Who do you want? It's a society. Who do you want locked up? These two guys with a rolling arsenal, ski mask and police scanners, or some guy who's got a couple of hemp plants growing out on his backyard. Who's the guy we need to have locked up? Who is the bigger threat to society? Who poses that threat, Drew? What the hell is going on with this country? We need dangerous, violent people put away for long periods of time, and we do not need the guy who's selling a couple hits of acid at a Grateful Dead concert so he can get his VW van fixed put away for eight years. Do you realize that guy who was selling acid at the Grateful Dead concert still in jail was there before these guys went in and is, will be there after they got out? What is that? Come on, everybody, wake up. Please, uh, I want the law enforcement to deal with things we care about, not stuff we could give a rat's ass about. All right, Mike, that's enough of that. All right, Drew, ready to get some calls? Sure. I feel kind of cathars. You do. <laughs> Andy. Yeah? You're 15. Yeah, um, today, like, um, I was supposed to take some garbage out, and uh, I did, and then, like, there was some grease on the floor, and some. I told my dad, and, like, I I opened up uh I got some paper towels and stuff and I like started cleaning it up. And um I don't know, something something like he didn't like the way I was cleaning up and so he started hitting me. Has he ever hit you before? Yeah. Well, that's not alright. You don't have to put up with that. Well what's he gonna do? Well, have you ever have you ever reported this to anyone? No, I told him today I was gonna call the cops and he's just like he's just like, Oh, F you, F you you can call the cops and he just started hitting me some more. Is, is he drinking at the time when he does this? No, he doesn't drink. Where's your mom? Really? Where's your mom? She's here. She knows about it. And she doesn't do anything to stop it or isn't, doesn't want you no. to report it? No. Does he hit her, too? No. Does he? Uh, do you have any brothers and sisters? I have a twin sister and a little sister. And what's he doing to them? He hits my twin sister, but I'm a little sister. Randy, you oh. got you got yeah. to yeah. stop this guy. Yeah, believe me. There's a, there's a child protective services department, of social services. There there are things out there for you. What that, is the number? Man, let me see if I got a number here. I've got I've got a uh, let's see here. I've got a 24 hour youth crisis line that can give you uh, referrals. It's one eight hundred five two two eight three three six. Can you do that? You write that down. Yeah, hang on, please. One eight hundred. Well, well, let him get a pen. I'm going to get a pen. All right. Here's why this guy needs to be stopped so that uh, Andy doesn't kick my ass 10 years from now when he uh, takes this inner rage and turns it against society. Are you there, Andy? I'm going to give him two numbers. We got got a a Child Help USA number, too. It deals with child abuse. This this is abuse. This is physical abuse of children. Well, especially. You know, wake up parents. It is not okay to hit, hit kids. No. Andy. Huh? Andy, where'd you go to, uh, Fort Lauderdale to get that pencil? No, I'm, like, 
my parents are all sleeping. Right. right. Oh, okay. Two numbers. One eight hundred four two two four four five three. Four four five three. Yeah. Four two two four four five three. That that is a twenty four hour hotline for for abuse. Then there's okay. another number. One eight hundred five two two eight three three six. You got that one? 1-800-522-8336. That's another number that you can call if the first one isn't satisfactory for you. All right, listen, Andy. Yeah. But, but you're, you're, taking a, you're taking a very healthy, healthy sure. step what, forward. I, but, was but, I saying something? No, I have, what was going on there, Drew? could what I was going to say. Go ahead. What the hell is wrong with you? Go ahead. Wow. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> Andy. Yeah? Don't leave that piece of paper with these numbers on it lying around. Don't put it in your pocket and have your mom wash your pants and find it. Don't leave it on your nightstand. Believe me, uh, kids screw up all the time this way. Uh, the guy might find it and go ballistic or what have you. Don't do that. You know, keep the number in the same place you keep your pot and, uh, you know, call it and call it tonight. Okay, because there's really not a lot Drew and I can do other than tell you to call this number and, and, and that you should call it. Yeah, that, that this is not right. You shouldn't put up with this, and your sense that you needn't put up with it is very healthy. Right. All right. Uh, John, 27, you're on Loveline. Yeah, hi, uh, Dr. Drew and, and uh, Andy. Andy, sorry. That's um, okay. <laughs> I have a question about uh, my fiance. Yeah. Uh, we've been going out for about four years now, and uh, we're planning on getting married in this December. And uh, she thinks that it's perfectly fine to uh, continue to go out at night and um, even to go out with some of her uh, guy friends, not on dates or anything, but, like, uh, we live in Detroit, so she goes skiing every once in a while and uh, uh, rollerblading, too. And I don't think that I approve of that. I does she know you don't approve of it? Yeah, she does. And and she she just tells you the hell with it. That she's doing it no matter what. Yeah, kind of. Does she plan to do it after you're married? Um We've talked about it, and uh, I've tried to tell her that, you know, I'd prefer her not to, and I'm not sure what her thinking is on that. She's not clear with you what she's going to do. Right. How old is she? She's uh, 28. Uh-huh. Yeah, usually you get that crap out of your system by the time you're 25. So she's not fooling around or anything. No. She's just going out and having a good time. Right. What's she do during the day? Uh, she works. She's uh, actually just got a new job with a large clothing manufacturing store. And she doesn't uh, have any problem making it up in the morning and getting to work? No, uh-uh. And she doesn't want to include you on these activities? Uh, no, she's asked me, but I know it's the kind of ask where I prefer you not to come, but I uh, just feel like I should ask you. Maybe anything. you're just projecting that on her because you're low self-esteem. <laughs> What, what, what do you, I'm not sure. Well, don't laugh. You, you never know. No, it could be. But why don't you go? I'm not quite clear. Um, well, a lot of times, uh, due to my job, I work for, I don't know if I can say, a large automobile manufacturer. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> uh, so we have three choices. Daihatsu. <laughs> and I have to travel. And uh, during my travel, when I get home from my travels, um, I'm a little bit exhausted a lot of times. And... Uh, so I prefer to do things with her and I together rather than having to go out. And she won't do that? Uh, she feels like she's obligated to go out with these other people instead. All right. It doesn't sound like she's ready to get married. Because, uh, listen, just because uh, you exchange a ring and take a vow doesn't mean you change. Uh, it's just another day. I mean, you're, you're, you're one day more mature. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't make uh, although, all the difference some, in the world. Well, no, it can. People can commit themselves, but she is unwilling or unable to for some reason. Or maybe doesn't even understand the impact she's having on him. But the you know the the irony is is five years into the marriage, you're dying for the person to get their ass out of the house. Oh, you couldn't wait. I mean, I live when I was living with my girlfriend uh, years ago. It just after living together for a year and a half. Oh, she went out, man. I was holding the door. Go on, stay out all night. Enjoy. He just, uh, Drew, you don't have that with your wife, do you? We have kids. Okay. All right. Anyway, John, yeah. tell her how you feel. And if it's a big issue, I would postpone the marriage until you sort it out. Absolutely. Don't don't get married if there's questions, if you, if you don't think yes, you should. Yes, everybody. Stop getting married, uh, especially when you're heading into it with uh, some... It, it, it should never get better than when you're about to get married because it's all downhill from there. You that's, know what I mean? We have a lot of... True. Please. We have a lot of people calling up saying... You know, uh, my boyfriend cheated on me. I still don't forgive him. We're getting married next week. Uh, my girlfriend, is, she's bisexual. She brings partners. I don't approve. We're getting married uh, next Tuesday. This is a bad time to get married. It's settle these things yeah. and then get married. Or maybe don't get married. All right. Bob. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, Bob. You're 24. Yes, I sure am tonight. Um, first of all, I have one one really brief question. I would just like to know when you guys are going to have the Bobcat back on again. Good question. Uh, some of the most entertaining television I've ever seen in my life. Oh, on TV. Oh, on TV. Well, you want him back on radio? <laughs> Anywhere, man. Yeah, man. Perhaps he'll uh, fart on me again. For those yeah, of you who... So. Uh, for, the, um, for those, my, hold on a second, Bob. For those of you who missed that uh, episode of the uh, TV show, uh, I believe we broke new ground while breaking new wind uh, on TV. I don't know. I think maybe early, um, maybe uh, like Connie Francis may have farted on Mike Douglas in the mid seventies, but that, that was the only time it happened, and that was daytime. Bobcat Goldthwait broke wind on me during the TV show, and it was audible. Wasn't it, Bob? It I mean, sure it was. You he, could hear it loud and clear. He didn't lean over and break wind. He stood up. He put his ass in, in my I, more my shoulder and chin area. You blasted, dude. And he farted on me. And it uh, it happened because we had him on the radio show two nights earlier, and I was talking to him out in the parking lot, and I farted on <laughs> on him. So it was a little payback action, but. Uh, well, we'll have Bob. Get him uh, on the radio. We'll get Bob on the radio. I'll I'll call Bob up. I'll tell him to uh, have some uh, uh, pinto beans and Pepsi, and come on that night. It'll be a big fart of thought. Love to hear it. I'd have a couple questions for him myself. Um, actually, I am in between a uh, relationship rock and a hard place here. I have uh, got just gotten out of a uh, committed three-year relationship plus a uh, near fourth year with a uh, pregnancy and young child in there. She's now six weeks old, and uh, she's a little angel to love my life. Uh, however, things weren't working out between Mom and I. Uh, intensified uh, periods uh, just kind of uh, got shorter and shorter and uh, more intensified. So decided uh, it was not a healthy situation to bring a child up in and are kind of moving on, both taking care of uh, our baby daughter. All right. What's and the question? Okay, um, I'm trying to move on and get my life together and um, meanwhile still be a father to my child. Um, I'm kind of at a point where I would like to go out and date, but I don't want to fall into like a rebound thing where if I start getting feelings for somebody, uh, I just fall completely, uh, you know, un unaware of uh, what I'm doing, you know. All right, good. Into old feelings. All right, Bob, quiet now. 
Okay. Uh, so let's uh, listen to your inner voice for a second instead of your outer voice. You, uh, that's a good instinct. You just got over a uh, tough, uh, rocky relationship, but take six months off. They don't, they don't rebound so fast. Okay. And don't get yourself involved. Then do this. And here's what everyone should do. Out of respect for uh, not only their ex, but respect for themselves. And I've always done this, by the way. One of the few healthy uh, paths I've taken in my life. When I'm done with a relationship, I will take uh, six months off and I will examine the relationship. What I did, I don't dump it all on the other person. Oh, she was a bitch. I'm so glad to be. I just started to figure whatever it is I did to screw it up. Sometimes I go back there. These are the therapy times. Go back into therapy. You know, you sit around for a few months. You uh, sort of uh, hash things out a little bit. And it's the best time because uh, all the wounds are wide open at that point. You just got over a very emotional breakup. And this is the time to uh, just sit still, reflect a little, listen to little Cat Stevens, figure out what went, went, went wrong. And then you can go in and be that much less crappy when you get into your next relationship. I don't say that much better, just less crappy. That's, that's what everyone should be striving for in relationships. You start out real crappy, and you try to whittle the crap down as you go till you get to a point where there's just a little bit of feces on you. All right, Drew? All right. All right. Uh, you you want to sell the next one? or? Uh, all right. No. Meanwhile, as the faceless evil closes in on the hapless sleeping populace across town in a shanty one-bedroom, the old woman feeds her parakeet. Come on, Chirpy, have some cheese. You love cheese. Since when are you afraid of cheese? Love line will be right back. Loot Crate, baby. <laughs> Monthly subscription box. If you're a geek out there, or a gamer, you're into pop culture, you got Loot Crate. Star Wars, Marvel, Walking Dead. Less than 20 bucks a month, six to eight items. All licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind stuff, and uh, more. Valued at uh, over 40 bucks each crate. Guaranteed, by the way. It's a nice gift. Subscribe uh, by the 19th, and uh, you can receive uh, your month's crate. That's right. The 19th of the month is when the cutoff happens. Lootcrate.com forward slash ace. Enter the code ace. Save 10% on your new subscription. You got a friend out there that's uh, into the pop culture stuff, the gaming, the Star Wars, whatever it is. Lootcrate.com. Dot com forward slash ace. Hey everybody, it's Nicole Polizzi, but you may know me as Snooky from MTV's Jersey Shore. I totally feel like Snooky doesn't exist anymore, so I want you guys to get to know Nicole. Download my new podcast, Naturally Nicole, at podcastone.com. A lot has changed in my life with becoming a mother, getting married, losing weight, being fit. So be a part of my new, fantastic, fabulous world. Download Naturally Nicole every Tuesday at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Nothing good? Okay. Then we put these earphones on, and then the guest pipes up. <laughs> no one says anything until my earphones go on. I can't hear a damn word, and then I just say, ah, ah, ah. All right, but it wasn't important. Was it, Charlotte? 
No. Okay. Uh, that is the voice of uh, Charlotte Ross. Uh, you can find her tomorrow night on the uh, Fox Network, 930. Polly, Polly. On the Polly Show. Yeah. You play the uh, conniving stepmother. I do. The manipulative woman with an agenda. Mm-hmm. She likes materialistic things. But uh, she's a fun, fun character to play. Yeah, and they do you up kind of like uh, what they do with like uh, Fran Drescher. Yeah, it's very subtle. Um, I show no skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... She comes out there with pasties on. It's it's awesome. It's subtle, awesome. Subtle. And, and no, no bottoms, but the way they do the camera, she'll stand in front of a vase or something. It'll protect her crotch. It's really, oh, it's really breaks through it's TV. It's a little risque. A little risque. Well, that's fine. And hey, listen, TV, uh, they, they're not, well, they are idiots. Uh, TV people no, are idiots. Yes. Not Fox. Oh, come not on. Fox. Come on. <laughs> These guys are idiots. TV people are idiots, but they're smart idiots in the sense that they know what works. Hey, Married with Children, 11 seasons. Right. We're following Married with Children, and it's the same type of humor, very. Right. Again, subtle. <laughs> the, 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 the New York Review, not to get off the, the mark too much here, but the New York Review of Books this week has a new book on the, on television, on the history of television. And it's uh, it's basically this guy's musing in this book is if, if Mozart uh, sonatas can increase the complexity of our brain and, and raise our consciousness, he believes that married with children could actually lower it. Yeah. Well, if you're going to buy one argument, you might as well buy the other. Right. But not this poly. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah. this is intellectual stuff. This is different. Stuff. Very, yeah. very. A lot of research. Well, look, yeah. If you're going to tune in <laughs> for Married with Children, then where are you going when Polly comes on? I, I mean, know. you got I hope the, you're staying put. Yeah, you got... You uh, got a great cast. Amy Hill, Kevin Weissman, <coughs> David Dukes. And, uh, and not, the, not the white slacker Polly. And... Uh, <laughs> the weasel. Who is... Uh, uh, who play? Is David Dukes play uh, Pop? He plays Polly's father, right. who I uh, get engaged to at the beginning of the series. So I become Polly's stepmother. Right. And how old uh, do you play, and how old does Polly play? We play the same age. Oh, you do? 28. Because in real life, you're close to the same age, right? Exactly the same age. You graduate high school the same same year. Oh, really? Uh-huh. You graduated. I did. I really did. I'm just yanking the <laughs> With a ceramics major like Adam. All right. Please, true. <laughs> Listen, I'm a really? big star now. Don't bring that up. Oh, yes, I, I was a ceramics major in high school. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, because I've parlayed that into millions over the years. Uh, oh. What did? Uh, where'd you go to high school? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Winnetka, a suburb just north of Chicago, and Pauly went to Beverly Hills High. So right. We have different backgrounds. And what happened? You realized you're real good looking about eighteen no. or nineteen and wanted to get into showbiz. Yeah, that was it. No, no, I just, I love acting, and drama's actually been the main thing that I've been doing, but I did a series last season called The Five Mrs. Buchanans with Judith Ivey and Eileen Heckert, and some fabulous, really strong women actresses, and I really learned a lot from them and my comedy, and I really love comedy, especially going back and forth, because drama, especially if you're playing heroin addicts or down and outs like I have, right. it gets very draining, so it's fun to go back to comedy and lighten up and try to but be funny. isn't this one of the... Um I mean, you haven't, you've done more drama than you've done comedy throughout mm-hmm. your career. Yeah. So oh, this yeah. must be a nice relief. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Every character is going to be boring after this character. And what about, uh, yeah, because it's, it's, it's almost a uh, Cruella de Vil in, a, oh, yeah. in a way. I mean, oh, it's yeah. a caricature yeah. more than it is a character. And yeah, you can go way overboard. Yeah, we try to make a overboard. little realism with it. But, yeah, for example, Polly has a, a flashback of me becoming uh, Faye Dunaway and Mommy Dearest. And mm-hmm. we shot it in black and white. And I'm screaming, no wire hangers. Stan Zimmerman and Jim Berg are really, really great writers. And it's a really fun show. And most movies and TV things that I do, I'm always ready to 
move on. And on this show, I'm I don't want it to end. It's so much fun. It's a really funny show. But God, I really went on and on about this show. Let's move yeah, on. Don't overdo it because it could just be lukewarm, and <laughs> yeah, then people really? are going to call oh it pissed gosh. off. Now, you guys have done how many episodes now? Eight. Oh, and then uh, you find out of, after the first week or something. How's this work? Oh, you know TV. When do they tell you? Uh, it depends on the network. Uh-huh. You never really know. All they know, they really go by the ratings. So if oh, really? people like it, we stay. Fox, not... I think Fox was supposed to cancel Married with Children like 15 years ago, <laughs> but the guy just got stoned <laughs> and forgot, <laughs> and it just kept going on. Maybe that'll happen here. Yeah. All right, so uh, they'll they'll tell you. So you basically have to... You'll know the ratings after tomorrow night. Oh, like, the producers aren't even going to go to sleep Monday night. Oh, <laughs> They're really? going to be calling all night. Oh, it, I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> it, is a, it is a cutthroat business. And you want to know why you know, actors and entertainers and these people uh, get paid quite a bit is because you, you never know where your next gig And I'm, I'm not casting no, no, uh, no, no, shadows no, 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 on you. True. But what I mean is, is you do eight episodes and hopefully it works out. But if it doesn't, you're on to your next gig. In the meantime, gig. I'm, already, I'm shooting a movie right now. So you try to cover your bases. Right. Right. And if they paid you eight fifty an hour, you'd be screwed. <laughs> and what movie are you shooting? Um, an October Films movie called Donuts. Boaz Davidson's directing. What's an October's Films? October's They did my two favorite movies of this year, Breaking the Waves and Secrets and Lies. They're a really ah, cool company. Yeah. Well, Breaking the Waves is getting huge. Yeah. Isn't have you seen it? it? No, I haven't seen it, but it's all the, all the rave with so the Oscar nominations. Good. Have you seen Secrets and Lies? <laughs> you haven't seen anything. Is anything blow up in any of those? There are two women nominated for best actress. Incredible. What's in, who's have you in, seen Sling Blade? Yes, I've seen Sling Blade. Talk, I have. Can you talk like him? No, I can't. I think <laughs> yes, I talk like that normally. All right, let's take a call, and uh, we'll, uh, and I want to get to the slumber party you had last night. Oh yeah. Did my name come up at all? It there? did. We talked about you for about an hour, hour and a half. You are so <laughs> full of crap. But if if they I said it's true, he's hot. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that now then. No, let's go calls. Come on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dr. Well, Drew's like, come Charlotte's on. Charlotte's really hottie, isn't she, Drew? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And all the you'd only let good looking girls come to the slumber party, right? Uh, they were uh, no. Like little actress friends? No, no. Actually, no. they weren't actress friends, but they were all adorable. Really? Mm hmm. All right, we're going to get all into that uh, <laughs> after we take a call. Uh, Katie. Hi. Um, I'm on several antidepressants. And um, I've been having sex I was, since I was 13, and I'm 18 now, and I can't have an orgasm. You've, n you've never had one? Never. And how long have you been on the antidepressants? Um, I've been fine on those. No, no. How long have you been on them? Since I've been 13. Okay. Well, it's, first of all, it's not that unusual for someone by your age never to have experienced that. Mm -hmm. But certainly it is the case that these antidepressant medications can make it a lot more difficult, if not impossible. Uh-huh, and it's really becoming a problem with my boyfriend. He just doesn't get it. <clears throat> well, well. you can try different kinds. So I've heard. Really? <laughs> no. What do you got in your purse? <laughs> Which? Oh, I'm into all that therapy. What, so. what are you, uh, what are <laughs> well, you taking spill right now, Katie? it, baby. What oh, are you taking, please. Katie? I'm taking Paxil, <laughs> yeah. Depakote, and Buspar. All right. The, there's a new uh, antidepressant called Serazone that, uh -huh. that can replace, could potentially replace Paxil. Okay. Uh, and you might want to talk to your doctor about it. That's the one that would be most likely to be suppressing your orgasmic function. Uh, be careful when you come off the Paxil. There is a little withdrawal syndrome associated with that. It could be kind of unpleasant. All right. Charlotte, what do you know about this stuff? Oh, you know, you date in L.A. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just kidding. No, you can't date someone who's, uh, I mean, everyone here is like, uh, they're really like the medicine cabinet. They have like drugs just spilling out of them, whether it, either illegal or legal. Everyone's Sunset on something. Sunset Boulevard, they're all over. 
So you've <laughs> gone out with a few guys that have... Uh, had, oh, we better stop here. I can't get into this. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to get into names, but it, it does affect your your uh, sexual function, does it not? These yeah, yeah. I've talked to some people that say it definitely does and decide not to stay on it because of that. Yeah, and, but of course, because that's going to make you depressed. It's, the most, it's <laughs> yes. the most common complaint about Prozac. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. And when they got off it, was it... Was it uh, the back on? Is that all right? Huh? Yes, it was. Uh, it right. was. It was back on. All right. Listen, uh, we we got to go to break. Uh, when we come back. Uh, one call. Listen. Look, what do you care? You don't, you, you know, you're getting paid for nothing. What do you care? You sit there. Oh, please. Just sit back and enjoy now, the ride. Boys. I'm driving this bus, baby. Are you going to uh, give me advice to be mean to you again? No. <laughs> all right. Uh, Charlotte. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you about this slumber party and find out what went on. <laughs> we know you want to talk about it. We That's know. All right. Everyone wants to know about the slumber party. There's yeah, it's fun. Girls' night out. We should right. do it more often. All right. And we will. We'll, we'll cram through some calls. Don't worry, Drew. And we'll find out about the slumber party all after this. Hey. The voices are trying to throw me off while, they're tr- while I'm trying to concentrate on this. Okay, you're safe. Thank you. Love line will be right back. Ah, I'll tell you, uh, speaking of topics I like beside beer, uh, Tommy John wear. I love these guys. They dropped off a bunch of stuff, T-shirts especially. Um, I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, they're sort of form-fitting, mm-hmm. and you put them under your shirt. It's an undershirt, but you'll never go back to the other cotton undershirt ever again because right now – I guess it's sort of the equivalent of like saying wearing swim trunks under your pants versus wearing underpants under okay. your pants. There's that different feeling. It fits the way it's supposed to fit. Yes. This is now it's like wearing two shirts versus the Tommy John, which is like a tight fitting shirt underneath your shirt. I, I don't know why. All I can tell you is you won't go back. Wow. I, I swear to God, they gave me like four of these things. I sift through my drawer looking for them every time, and I won't, will not go back to just the V-neck T-shirt. Breathable fabric. Uh, it does not shrink. You don't get the bacon neck look. Go to TommyJohn.com. They do uh, underwear. They do the shirts. It's just the best. I, I, I Try it and call me a liar. Frodo likes it, and so does Toto. What are the two ferrets' name? Poto and Kodo. Poto and Kodo. Yes. I swear. Poto and Toto. <laughs> Enter the promo code Adam and get 20% off your first order. I just told Matt after they gave me the three of these shirts, I just went, I need 10 more of these things. I'm, uh, I will, you'll never go back to the T-shirt underneath the, the dress shirt again. And same with the underpants. TommyJohnWear.com. Promo code Adam for 20% off. Just the best stuff around. You will never go back. Love line. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. The phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Charlotte Ross is our guest. Yay. You can find her on uh, Polly tomorrow night on Fox 930, right after Married with Children. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, when we left off, we were talking about the slumber party you threw <laughs> last night. It was one of those things that just kind of happened. We went rollerblading and... 
and I'd actually met most of the girls that night. Really? <laughs> actually, that day at a, at, a, at a friend's birthday party. And um, we said, all of us are recently single, I think. And we mm-hmm. all said, you know, we should really just have a girls' night out and just, you know, be happy being single <laughs> and go out and have fun. Yes. So we had a great time. And then we decided to get our sleeping bags and have a slumber party. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what'd you do? Oh, we, we slept talked. Shut up, girl. What? Talked talk? about a lot of things. Uh-huh. about Naughty talk. Adam and what he does at I'd night. I'd love and... to believe that. <laughs> Would you? But really, was there any, like, you know, talk about, uh, you know, how far have you gone on the first date? It's funny. Or, someone uh... did pick up a fork or something and say. <laughs> Come on. Give me the naughty talk. Was there naughty talk? I was with someone that was as skinny as this. That was funny. Oh, I see. Don, <laughs> it was you, a fork. You guys talk about penises? You can yeah, that, that sometimes we, sometimes that's brought up. Yeah. All right, what was the? I know it is. Uh, you can't get more. You know, you know what the the, the, the what? final decision was actually <laughs> was more of the girth instead of the length. More important for the girth. Yeah, that's what was the final decision. Like a, uh, more important, right, Vanessa? <laughs> rather, oh, I see. And that's not her porn name either. That's her real <laughs> no. name. No. All right, so you guys decided. <laughs> Because this is important, because we, we Drew and I speak hypothetically about penis width all day long until we're blue in the face. I Drew. had that feeling when I met you. But we never, and women always say, well, it doesn't matter what the size is as long as the guy's a sensitive lover, but I never quite believe him. Is it is it width more than size? It's definitely, in my opinion, how you use it. I mean, who wouldn't agree with that? But it'd right. be nice if you had something to use. Right. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> Let's go to a call. If you're going to use something, you might as well be there. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm, you want to know it's there. But man's preoccupation with something being large is not necessarily important to most women. It just needs to be big enough. All right. Charlotte? Right, right. and love that? happens to play a factor sometimes, right. too. All right. <laughs> but it's kind of nice. I mean, doesn't it, it Doesn't it add to the whole sexual experience to have just <clears> a <throat> more? I mean, if you look at it this way, what is the man's uh, sex organ? Is it his calf? Is it his tricep? Is mm-hmm. it his, uh, chest. Is, is his chest? Or is it his penis? I'm going with penis. <laughs> you have everything. Well, what do you that, think about a woman? Well, all right. Uh, uh, this. Thank you for bringing this up. And I will get to that in one second. Here's what I'm saying. You have all the parts I mentioned except for the penis part. I hope so. So wouldn't you want to have more of that? I'm a big breast man. Oh, I'm, you are? Yes, I enjoy the big breasts. Why? Because I don't have breasts, and my job is to find more of what I don't have. Mm-hmm. You see? You like the natural? Yes. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You're natural, right? You betcha. Yeah. Because really? I'm Polly, I'm a little Hollywoodized. <laughs> what do they do? Like Give you like a pull-up bra or something? Let's just say I look like... <laughs> I don't know. Do you have reservations about, uh, I mean, do they ever hand you anything and you go, no, no, I won't wear this? No, I knew when I took on this character that that was part of the joke is really how over the top I am, almost in an Ivana Trump type tease till you die hairspray thing. Right. So it's actually really funny. All right. And you're single. I am single. Yeah. Well, you'll get a guy out of this gig. <laughs> Easy. Ever had sex with Polly? <clears throat> no, 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 but he likes to talk about it. It's in the contract. <laughs> if you get renewed, that's part of it. Darby, 16. Darby? Darby? She's sleeping? I hear somebody. Darby? She's, she's been on hold an hour, Adam. <laughs> all right, hold on. That's all right. She, all right. No, she's having calling her friends about a slumber party right no, now. She's there. Listen. Hello? 
You hear her breathing? Yeah. yeah. Darby's sleeping. Darby's sleeping. All right. What should we do with Darby? No way. Do you want to give her some uh, subliminal <laughs> suggestions? All right. I'll, I'll do a quick one. I don't want to get too long. Hold on a second. Darby, this is the voice of Jesus Christ. I command you to wet yourself. Soil the sofa that you're on. As, uh, uh, um, and it will be good. Okay. That's very subliminal. <laughs> yeah. God. No, believe me, keep she'll do it. Keep checking, see if she, if she wakes up. Lisa, keep checking on her. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Well, people get on hold for a long time, and, they, you know, the show's not that exciting. <laughs> they just nod <laughs> off. But there'll be no one nodding off uh, to Polly uh, tomorrow night at uh, 9.30, because you'll be in that uh, skimpy miniskirt. Mike, 23. Yeah. Hey. Um, my question, really, is about um, uh, sexual maturity. Uh, I never really... um. Uh, finished puberty. What do you mean? I was, I was wondering if... What, what does that mean? Um, well, um, I, I, I don't have, like, I never, I, I don't grow any facial hair. I don't have any hair in my armpits. Uh, I never grew, if you know what I mean. Do you have pubic hair? Uh, very, very little. Like, I started to go into puberty when yeah. I was about 13. And you was... need to see an endocrinologist. Absolutely. You've never seen a doctor about this? No, I've, I've, I've never heard of it before. Mike, I never... It's not an uncommon thing. It's not, it's not, uh, it is a medical problem and it needs to be dealt with. How, how tall are you? I'm 5'9". Okay. And, uh, That's about how tall I was. Do you have normal sexual functioning? Um, yeah, but not, I mean, not, uh, doesn't seem like it's quite what it should be. Right, right. Go see an endocrinologist, type of doctor called an endocrinologist, okay? okay. Very important. There may be things they can do to sort of bring things along. There's a gland thing, right? Possibly. I mean, okay, this is uh, a pretty uh, complex uh, issue. Yeah. Another thing I was wondering, too, is right about that time my weight started to pick up a lot. And like, Are you way overweight? Yeah. And I was wondering if that... Well, that can, because uh, uh, adipose tissue, fat tissue, actually produces estrogen. Thyroid. Well, a lot of possibilities. I'm going with thyroid. I've been checked for thyroid, and, um, and it's not. Um, no. Yeah, you, you should still. You should see an endocrinologist. But it, it, the fat tissue, if if, it, if you're actually obese, can produce sufficient amounts of estrogen to estrogenize a woman, uh, if a male. That is, it can get you can get breasts. Is that why uh, real overweight guys seem more feminine? Yes. Sometimes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because they are. Oh, okay. Mike. I, I was wondering about that because I I heard that that. Um, they like sometimes purposely did that to uh, sumo wrestlers in Japan. Like did something to them to where they never finish uh, maturing sexually, and that makes them get real big and everything. Right, right, right. Oh, really? But but Mike, go see an endocrinologist. Okay, this could be if indeed there is some uh, delay or arrest of uh, appropriate hormonal production, it can affect your bone, bone development, bone cal- you know, calcium deposition, a lot of things. Uh, can be affected by this other than your sexual function. It's a very important thing to check out. Okay? All right. And, uh, Charlotte, do you see who's on the other end when you girls are making fun of the guys with the small penises? They're people like Mike. Do you understand? No, that's not that's true. why people, it's not right what you guys like do. Mike. That's not true. Mike could be very well endowed for all no, we know. No, he said he wasn't. Holding he said up. He didn't have very much pubic no, hair. No, no, no. I bet no. he's. Mike. Mike? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Mike's back. Mike. Hello? S- small Willie? 
Yeah. Okay. That's fine, but he might know how to use it fabulously. I'm not no. going to. Don't put me on the. Holding the fork up, <laughs> making fun of Mike. No. See what you girls get. That is the voice yeah. behind Charlotte, the fork. Charlotte, you're, you're, you're just, you just were getting a little close to home for Adam when you talked about this stuff. You understand? Yeah, really. Oh, believe me. I could handle all 70 of you women. <laughs> not for very long, but, but I could do it. We're all. Uh, really? You're the best looking one out of the seven, weren't you? No. Come on, don't be modest. Seriously. No, no. And what did you guys wear when you went to bed that night? If sleep you, naked? You... <laughs> did some of you sleep naked? Seriously. I don't know. We were all separated throughout the house. But you're drinking and stuff? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Starting to loosen up? A little. You what are you go, getting at? You didn't go off in a room with one, <laughs> of the, one or more of the girls? No, 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 no. But no. it'd be okay. <laughs> it'd be fine. Oh, no, no. Little something? No, You're no. Very not lonely. For me, not it's a very for me. lonely just, time for you, Charlotte. Not for me. You know, it's not. It really is, no, yes. It's not. You'll take comfort where you can, where you can find no, it. No, it's, it's oh, not. No, okay. it's not. All right. <laughs> God. I was about to say something. <laughs> really? All right. Well, Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a woman, um, you know, finding uh, comfort in the arms of all another right, woman. All right. <laughs> Women do experiment more oh, than guys. That's fine. Don't feel that you have to put up with this. Don't worry. I mean, if it's, no, she it does. We're plugging the we're plugging the poly. <laughs> all, right. all right, Ed. Hey, what's up? What can we do for you? Uh, just uh, just a quick comment on uh, two quick comments, real quick. Um, first of all, the guy that was going out with the chick for four years and she, you know, running out alone or whatever yes, with her yes, friends. Yes, right. Dude's seeing some big stop signs, and uh, my advice to him is to check that out. Make sure he uh, checks it out before he gets married. Right. Well, that's what we told him. Okay. Now, by, um, by the way, not to say it's not necessarily unhealthy for women to have male friends. It's his perspective of it that we were all sort of responding right, to. Who knows right. what the reality no, there's is? There's nothing wrong with that, but right. if you're coming home at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's just suspicious. Gotta, you know, suspicious. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> anyway, uh, the reason I called was the, uh, earlier you had talked about the, you know, the guy, the guys selling two hits of acid at the Grateful Dead concert. Right. Give you a scenario real quick. Um, that happened to me, and it, w- it wasn't a drug charge. It was a, a telephone harassment. I uh, did 90 days over that. What did you do? Well, it was me and my ex-wife. Um, put a long story short, we were still married. I decided to move out, got my own apartment. Um, she came, uh, she filed a restraining order on me. I filed one on her. Um, she came and stole my car. We had decided we had four vehicles. We had decided that you know we'd split everything up. All right. So she got two of the the two best vehicles. Yeah, Ed, we got and about one minute. After that, she came over and stole. We got one minute. What'd you do to her on the phone? Well, the the deal was that she kept calling me up and harassing me. Okay. And, and, and so you went to jail. Do anything about it. So I called her back up one night and said, you know, go to hell. You know, not in so many nice words, but basically that's what I said. Did you threaten to kill her or anything? No. no. I told her. My, my exact words, F off. Right. Oh, anyway. All right. All right. And there okay. you go. 90 First days in the clink. Right. First offense. I'm sitting in the can with dudes that were, you know, punted their wife out the front window, got less time than me, or guys that were on their fourth and fifth uh, felonies that got less time than me. Right. I mean, 30 days. What was that like? Hey, it, I mean, I was on a work release program, but I'd never been in trouble with the law before. But, but you know, it is true. Um... You know, the 80s theme was let's get, send all the bad drug dealers to jail. And all they did is got the you know, guy selling a pot, bag of pot at a concert. Right. And the 90s theme is domestic violence, domestic violence, and the, the guy, guy, guy is the bad guy. It's always the guy. All right, Ed. My problem, my Ed, problem is... Ed, we, listen, I, we got we to gotta go to break. Yeah. I, you know, I'm with you. Uh, halfway on this one, at least. 
All right? Uh, it, it is true. And the reason guys are the bad guys is because guys are usually the ones perpetrating the violence. Guys are usually the ones uh, uh, collecting the arsenals. Guys are the ones. Uh, they don't start these uh, paramilitary groups. It's not a bunch of chicks. Uh, you get a bunch of chicks together, it turns into a slumber party. You get a bunch of guys together, it turns into a paramilitary group. <laughs> and we'll get more into this slumber party because I want to find out if there's any uh, maneuvers going on during uh, the slumber party. And, Drew, you'll be elated that uh, we're going to get deeper <laughs> into the slumber party after the break. I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line will be right back. All right, Prosper.com, you guys. You can get up to $35,000 to cover anything you need. It's pay off high credit cards, start a business, home improvement, college education. You know, it's never been easier. Go online, answer a few questions there, and see your low fixed rate in seconds. These microloans, awesome online. They are creating a niche that I think people will like to be a part of, frankly. Money hits the account within a few days, as little as three, perhaps. Prosper is the fastest-growing peer-to-peer lender. They facilitated over $1 billion in loans. This is a revolutionary platform that connects people looking to borrow money with those who have money to invest. It kind of, it's kind of like the, uh, so many other things the Internet. It's creating – there's a need. It matches people with that need. There's no outrageous fees, no raising interest rates. Never have to set foot in a bank, which I don't know why anybody has to ever go in a bank or a post office anymore. Just go to Prosper, P-R-O-S-P-E-R, Prosper.com slash Adam. Check your rate. You'll be able to check your rate instantly there without affecting a credit score. And for a limited time, Prosper is offering Adam Carolla listeners a $50 Visa prepaid gift card when you get a loan. Okay, $50 for just going there, getting the loan, up to $35,000. Great rates. Go to Prosper.com slash Adam. Up to $35,000 in just three days and a $50 card gift card. Go to Prosper.com slash Adam. Other restrictions apply. See site for detail. Gift card is issued by Center State Bank of Florida, pursuant to license from Visa USA, Inc. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, Loveline. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. More Loveline with uh, Drew Adam and Charlotte Ross from Polly, and uh, that will premiere tomorrow night. That would be Monday night on Fox at 9.30. Yes, the Fox people. Now, did you have to go through uh, media training? Did you do any of that? What do you mean media training? She had different publicists. Oh, okay. Drew and I had to do something called uh, media training. When uh, Loveline was going to be on Fox right. until, uh, like, New World bought Fox and they dropped it or some or Fox bought New World or I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. Just as long as it wasn't me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone says it wasn't me, so I was going to screw right, it. Right, right. Don't take it personally. Right. I, I, I didn't <laughs> care. But uh, the thing was, is, uh, we had to do something called media training. Really? Yeah, because Drew and I are a bunch of, you know, we're just screw-offs from the radio. And they didn't want us, 
you know, doing interviews. So what did they tell you? Now sit like this and speak like this? Now, how did that day go, Drew? This is a very interesting. Uh, it was like a early one morning, wasn't it? Yeah, and they just... Uh, and we'd been... They, they, we'd they been working us, hard. They sat us down and uh, had us do a bunch of practice interviews in front of a camera. And uh, they had different styles of interviewers hammering us, basically. Right, and they actually, we went to it's a room. It's the press room. junket. It's the press junket. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where you they, go in and you sit on a stage and they ask you all the no, questions No, 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 no. We'd show. already done that stuff. This was actually training us how to handle these different interviews. Really? How'd you feel? <laughs> like an idiot? True. How did I react to this <laughs> finally, experience? Finally, they go, uh, they ask something very uh, uh, aggressive and he goes, how do I feel about that? And he goes, how do you, how do you feel about being, I don't remember what it was. And Adam goes, you really want to know how I feel about it? Do you really want to know? <laughs> I could give a rat. Do you really bleep <laughs> how I feel about it? Well, I, I said I pronounced this a waste of time the second we walked in. Didn't, didn't yes, I, Drew? Yes, you did. And then we sat down and we did these mock video auditions where they had just some stooge who was basically just like a, a reporter. And they actually set a camera up and we actually did a mock um uh, a mock interview, and then they played it back for us so we could examine it no. to see where we made our mistakes. It's like a media training course. That's, that's, what, it, that's what it that's was. What it <laughs> and I walked in, and this is because I'm a Nostradamus. I walked in at 9 in the morning. I looked around. I said, this is a tremendous waste of time. I don't want to participate. They said, you have to. We sat down. Does this only happen to radio personalities? I guess so, because we're idiots from the radio. And I... <laughs> And Drew, we did one interview. I said nothing. I just sat there and stared at my shoes the entire time. Really? And then we did another interview, and I told the guy to kiss my ass. And you wonder why the show didn't continue. Well, maybe that was it. You may, you may, you may have something. But the point is, is I said it was a waste of time. And what was it, Drew? A waste of time. Total waste of time. So what did we learn? Uh, I'm always <laughs> right. Yeah, Thank you. Adam says is the absolute Thank you. We complete, should all follow it and bow down. Complete waste yeah. of time. Total waste of time, and I said it then. Thank God I didn't waste an ounce of energy participating in that mockery. <laughs> and 17, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. Um, hi, Adam. Hi, Drew. I love your show. Say hi to Charlotte. <laughs> hi, Anne. Hi. Because we're going on a panty raid later on at Charlotte's house. <laughs> Anne, what's up? Hi. Um... I sort of have a problem. I feel guilty about something. Mm -hmm. um, a few years ago, I went out with this guy named and um, anyway, like, anyway, I dumped him, and out of the blue, a few weeks ago, he shows up throwing rocks at my window, and it kind of scares me, and so, and so I call the police on him, and um, so, and... I feel kind of guilty about it because he got into a lot of trouble with his family and like he didn't really mean to do and he just he had like a guitar out there he was going to like serenade me or something oh I mean oh. he wasn't throwing rocks he was like it was a Romeo and Juliet thing he yeah he's he was, trying to have you come to the window and see him yeah oh. well yeah, I did I, mm. I, I, I oh, found please, out who it was and I was just like I, did you want to break up with the guy He's not. He's not my boyfriend. He's my ex-boyfriend. But you, you. But he sounds like he wanted to get back together with you. Did you not want to get back together with him? I no. I don't. He's all right. It, 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 it's, he's bad news. All right. So it's it, so you have reason to be frightened. It's real important to put down a clear limit with this guy. It was not appropriate for him to do what he was doing. Yes, it was. It was uh, perhaps an overreaction, but at least it gives him the message real loud and clear. You didn't hurt him. Leave it at that. Don't sit around and feel guilty about it. it it's okay. All right? All right.
right. Okay. All right. But, you know, if, you know, if a guy wants to serenade you, I mean. She said he's bad news. Who knows what the hell this guy's capable of? We don't know. All right, but Charlotte, you'd, you'd, you'd cut off your right arm to have a guy come over with a guitar, wouldn't you? Don't, don't say that because he'll be up. He'll be. Uh, Adam <laughs> will be up outside. at 4 a.m. Yeah. like yeah, listening Adam, to some bad yeah, singer. Adam will, Adam will be out there. Adam will be there. <laughs> I bought my love a cherry that had panties no from the slumber party. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just play like the bass guitar. I would set it up there. All right. Uh, Dana. Play Deep Purple out of <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Dana. Uh-huh. You're 15. Yeah. Okay, I'm hanging up now. What? What can we do for you? Um, okay, um, I've, I haven't had sex before, but, um, I've been, but I've been banged a couple times, and, um, well, um, my boyfriend. That's a, you mean talking about a finger thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Not like, I haven't had sex. Right. But, um, turn off the radio. But, um, like, one of the guys that, like, banged me, I guess he was joking or something, but he told me that I was, like, real loose. And, um, like, if I have sex with my boyfriend, like, what should I do if he thinks I'm loose? Dana, first of all, you're not loose. He's not going to think you're loose. There's nothing... This is a part of the women's anatomy that's designed to deliver a child. (laughs) Nobody can make it loose, okay? whose opinion is... And why why are you having this guy do this stuff to you? Is it something you enjoy? I don't know. No. You do know. You want to gamble? I've, like, blown him and stuff, but... All right. We're gambling now, Dana. Dana. hmm Hold on a second. Okay. We're going to gamble on your upbringing. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Charlotte. <laughs> Don't look at me. Well, I'm looking at you because you got to get some money out because we're gambling. Okay. Now. Uh, it's a love line tradition. Okay. Uh, now, uh, we didn't get a chance to do this when uh, we met you before, but now we're doing it because uh, this is radio. Do you have any money? <laughs> do you have money? Yeah, I have money. All right, well, get a dollar out, please. Okay. And uh, get one out for me, too, because I only got 20. I, I Where's your dollar? I only have a 20. Really? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I didn't bring my, my purse Seriously, in get a dollar. It's out in the hall. Well, who's... Uh, I'll write it on my hand that I, I, I'll give you a dollar if I lose. No. Drew, <laughs> what about... Uh, who'd you come here with? I can't my remember her name. Nicole. Nicole. Where's Nicole? Nicole, come in here hey, and bring Nicole. some money. Put your Am cigarette out. You come in here. And Nicole will give me a dollar. I got a 20. No, I got a dollar. All right, I got a dollar. We'll give Nicole to give you a dollar. Okay. All right, here's the situation. <clears throat> I think something's up with Dana. Like what? Well, that's what we're going to get into. I, I, I think that uh, she's very casual with this bang thing, and, well, I blew the guy, and uh, I think something's up with her. Do you think so, Drew? I'll reserve my statement till you're All right, I'll go first. Okay. All right, here's what I'm doing. We have to gamble now on her past, on her upbringing. Not where she is now, not where she's going, but how she was reared. And uh, you can pick uh, parents were alcoholics. You can pick uh, divorce. You can pick uh, many different things. I am going to go, well, I was going to go with sexual abuse, but if I wanted sexual abuse, I bet she would have slept with these guys by now. Hmm. 13? Some form. 15. She's 15. 15. Some form of uh, abuse. I'll go with uh, physical abuse. Okay. All right? All right, Charlotte. 
Well, I <clears throat> I think from what we know about her, which is very little, I think that she could be as normal as anybody could be. Uh, and you she's can go with just that. taking it slow and just the the word banging just sounds a little a little harsh, but she's leading up to having sex, so she's doing everything you do before you actually have intercourse and I think that so she's so she's Charlie goes just, with nothing special. And then nothing special. Nothing oh, special wrong. So I'm getting too analytical. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's only a two-hour show. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're going with uh, normal, normal environment. Yeah. Parents still together? Um, most likely. All right. It's in or out. It's black no, or white. No, no. They're divorced. Parents divorced. Nowadays. Okay. How how early? Before um, 10? After 10? Um, before 10. All right. Before 8? No. Between 8 and 10. Between 8 and 10. Okay. This is good. All right. Parents divorced between 8 and 10. <laughs> I'm uh, uh, I'm revising mine to uh, to uh, verbal abuse. No, you oh, come I can't. On. What are you going with? Uh, empathic failure. Parents are just not involved with this girl at all. Bad at, parents at all. All right, and I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not parents, going. Maybe, maybe, maybe parents are like 28, 29, 30, something like that. All right, wow. young, very, all right. very young, parents. young parents. Yeah. Uh, you're going divorced between eight and she ten. Gets fingers P- Please, and I'm uh, <laughs> God knows only what happened to Charlotte. We'll get into that in a minute, but I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with verbal abuse. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dana. Huh? All right. Let's talk about your past. Okay. What? Uh, where are your parents? My parents are together. They are together. Yeah. Okay. Damn. All right. Uh, are they young? Yeah. How old are they? Um, my mom's 32. All right. That's and young. My dad's like 33. Okay. So your mom was like 17 or this 16 this, when this, she was pregnant with you? Th- yes. Yeah. That's exactly okay. what I said. This is the stuff teenagers where teenagers have much more of this. Teenagers. Yep. All right. yeah. Can teenagers have teenagers or do they just have to have kids? This is this is what we're having right now. This is this, I look Dana, forward to the day when teenagers have adults. This is this is what I was picking up on with Dana. That's exactly what we're going to see a lot more of the next few All right. Years. Any uh any abuse going on on the home front? Not necessary. No. Which please. There's abuse I, to be I know. I know you're already spending that money, but just relax for a second. Mm-hmm. Any no abuse? No. No verbal abuse? No. Your uh, mom ever tell you to clean up your room? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> something. That's abuse. Oh man. That's to the highest order. Room. Please. It's horrible. <laughs> right. My God, you should be brought to a shelter. All right. So, <laughs> young. That was Doctor Joyce. Uh, <laughs> Joyce Brothers. All right. So, young parents. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doctor Drew is right. All right, Joyce. Uh, Drew takes a kitty on that one. All right, here, here's, here's what's going on, and Drew sussed it out. God bless him. Uh, you know, your parents are young. They're not really, weren't necessarily prepared for the whole parenting role at age 16 and age 17, and they basically have let you, uh, you know, kind of run wild in your upbringing. And mm-hmm. you should know, and you should you should feel better about yourself. There you go. You should feel better about yourself, and you should have a lot more direction. You have, have a better sense of boundaries with people. You should understand more clearly what makes you happy in relationships all this sort of physical experimentation you're getting into is going to get you into trouble and bring you a world of pain stand back from all that and just focus on having connections with people having relationships hold off on all this other stuff if you possibly can until she has a relationship I mean, if, but, she, if she, yeah, it's not necessarily an age, but I mean, it's more of a, a, a maturity emotionally than it is chronologically. And if she, if she's with a guy for an extended period of time, and they're developing feelings and, and the closeness where it's safe for her to, to to go on, then fine. And guys, don't be saying crap about women, and uh, because yeah. uh, believe me, they they will toss and turn and never forget it. You in you insensitive yeah. guys that ruin it for all the rest of us right guys on. out there by saying you're loose or you smell funny or your right. breath is bad or whatever. 
it is. Right on. Knock that crap off. <laughs> the women, they'll dry up like the Sahara when they hear this, and a oh, guy will never get another <laughs> shot at him. Believe me, you know it's true. Maybe. You're okay now, though, right, Sean? Yeah, I am. You got over a tough relationship? Mate, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. back. All right. I'm back. Uh-huh. And do you find, uh, we, we can speak hypothetically here, uh, that a woman's sexual drive increases as she gets older? Yeah, yeah. That right. peak still seems like it's coming, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. they say the mid-30s. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what about you? All right. Okay. Past no. <laughs> downhill slide. It's been downhill since 1920. Yeah, and the the irony is, is I wasn't uh, there was no women at nineteen or twenty, so it's <laughs> no. like uh, basically uh, like taking the uh, um, I'm trying to think uh, taking Dizzy Gillespie's like best years and someone breaking his trumpet and just uh, <laughs> just sit home. That's what happened to me. I spent my prime masturbating. I and, really and, did, and the rest of your time too. So. Uh, now I spend the rest of my time masturbating. But I think it was just <laughs> habit for my prime. Nice. That is going to be the title of my uh, how about you? Are you first single? Book. Yes. No. Oh. You looking for? Uh... <laughs> no. I was no. Just wondering. All right. Well, maybe next time you throw a slumber party, you need like a <laughs> towel boy or something. I could swing by. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> think about that. Come on, don't be so proud. You're all high and mighty now, but if the show doesn't go, you'll be back. <laughs> I want to be with you. That's right. <laughs> David, fourteen. Hi. Um, I was just wondering if it's normal to ejaculate long after sex. What do you mean? Um, like, I've been sexually active for about a year, and, um, about three hours after sex, I ejaculate a second before, t- I, before I go to the bathroom. Is that, was that a second time or a first time? No, it's been happening for a while. It happens every once in a while. Right. How come nobody can ever answer our questions, Drew? When you ejaculate, David, yeah. three hours after you have sex... Yes. Is, would that be the second time you've ejaculated, or would that be the first time? That is second. Okay, so you ejaculated when you're having sex. Yes. And then you ejaculate later when you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. All right, that's called uh, whacking off in the shower, David. No, are you sure no. it's an orgasm the second time, or maybe just something else? Good question. Is is it? Um, no. Da- David, how old are you? 14. When were you born? 80. Okay, Two. forget it. <laughs> what? 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 Why are we he, laughing? He's at twelve, him? and he made up the call. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, uh, what was he talking about? Yeah. All right, thank you, Drew. Eighty-two. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. It was just a bogus call. I, I can tell immediately when they're bogus. Right, listen, you're gonna make a bogus call up, but make up a good one for Christ's <laughs> sake. Really? What is that all about? Yeah, I mean, still <laughs> kind of bogus. Well, it's just some people want to hear themselves uh, on the radio. That's actually why I got on the radio. Well, he'd like to come twice, I think. Yeah, well, we all would, <laughs> but uh, it ain't. It's not me anymore. I'm done with those days. My calf pulling days are over. Oh, uh, no. I just am. No, I, there's nothing left. No, that depends on who you. Really? I think so. And by the way, he said 80, he said eighty-two, didn't he? Yeah, I did. Which would make him sixteen. Right, seventeen. Uh, no, wait a minute. Fifteen. Fifteen. Excuse me. Okay, Drew. Wait a minute. You could be born in eighty-two and be uh, fourteen, couldn't you? Depending on what month you were born, right? Oh, All right, boy, but he still big stammered. Question. All right, but Drew, he's not twenty-five like you just <laughs> suggested. Uh, now, you're saying if I got the right sexual partner, uh-huh. it could breathe a new life into my penis. Absolutely. You think so? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one. There was a period when I was dating a guy for a while, and near the end, I just thought I didn't have interest in sex, but really it was who I was with. And Right. 
because I found I did when I met someone else. Well, absolutely. You're at your best. I mean, you're at mm-hmm. your most inspired at the beginning. No, uh, women, though, are particularly... A new broom sweeps clean, the No, I'm not goes. saying that. Yes. I'm saying it's... No, no, women are particularly that way. If they're not into it, they may not be aware that they're into it, but if they're not into it, they're not into it. Yeah, we're into the emotional right. stuff, you know. Right. right. Not you. <laughs> yes. You don't even. You just put a sock in the guy's mouth and go at it. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> but listen, it, it is true that when a guy gets with a new woman, uh-huh. and, and same with the women, that you have to sort of put up a little bit. I mean, there's no, you know, hey, I'm going to get off in four minutes, break wind, and watch Geraldo. That's not going to cut it. But it shouldn't be true. You shouldn't be, like, judging on only sexual performance. <laughs> but I mean. But you want to, you see, a guy, I'll tell you what guys want to do. What? They know that the last sexual experience that the woman had was uninspired. Why do they know that? Because they know that you're coming off of a breakup and that you went out with someone for like five years <laughs> and that the sex has been dropping off for the last three years. So they're in a good position to start with, you mean? So they come out and they're firing on all eight cylinders and <laughs> you're like, your toes are curling around and you're saying, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Compared to what you did have, of course it's the greatest thing ever. You're saying ultimately it, all, it, it always dissipates? Ultimately, that <laughs> guy will get into his comfort zone. And, and but start the comfort zone for as some well. people is like, you know. Right. Some people have a little higher threshold for comfort. Uh, mm-hmm. Myself included. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carol. Yes. 28. Hi. Hey. Okay. Um, Dr. Drew. Yep. I've been on the oral contraceptive pill Dem- Demulin mm-hmm. for the past two years. Which one? The 135? Oh, I think so. It's in okay. the green packet. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for two, like a year and a half, I had no problems. But the last three or four months, I've noticed this dramatic increase in facial hair. Mm -hmm. It's really awful. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've never Mm -hmm. had this before, but it's uh, under my nose, on my chin. Okay, you you need to talk to your doctor about changing pills. Well, okay. For sure. She put me on orthotricycline. Okay. Do you think that will make it go away? It could easily. Uh, I don't know about go away, uh, but it certainly could, could prevent it from getting worse, and it should get better. Meaning if you got rid of the hair that yeah, was already it's, produced. It's the progesterone in the pills that tend to add to the uh, these sort of what are called androgenizing effects, male-type male, male type hormone effects. I need to get on some of those progesterones. Nah. Or uh, uh, what? I got too much man in me. That's my problem. What <laughs> that, does that mean? It's just what I was thinking. I got too much hair on me and stuff. Really you, need, you need estrogen. Yeah, back? I need estrogen, yeah. No, yeah. I don't have hair on my back. No hair on my back. Well. But it all slid down in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on my back, and then the uh, big quake hit in 94, oh and it slid right down in my crack. Ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that repulses you, doesn't it? Do you find that repugnant? What hair? if I told you I had a hairy ass? Would really? that turn you on? Uh, it would if it meant you were going to show it to me. But seriously. It, I'll show you my hairy ass. Will you? I really, I, I would show you my hairy ass, but you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Uh, well, I'd have a nightmare. No, but my back is uh, baby soft. You my know? ex-boyfriend had a rug on his back. On his back. You didn't like that. I never thought I'd fall in love with someone who had a hairy back, no, but it happens. But you did. Mm-hmm. And But what about his ass? <laughs> it was hair free. Really? What is <laughs> well, up with that? I, a lot of guys have that. Why? Or more? You think a lot of men have hairy asses? No, no. Just a. It's a certain breed of cat that has uh, <laughs> okay. black forest growing on his ass, like I do. No, I, I, seriously. And I've done some research. <laughs> You're gonna start getting letters. More guys have hairy backs than they have hairy asses. I hope so. And oftentimes, guys can have very hairy backs without a lick of hair on their asses. 
but only a few guys have the hairy ass with a bare back. I have the hairy ass with the bare back. Well, I think you should see a doctor. Don't you think, Dr. Drew? This is is not normal. It's just a pretty heady discussion we're having here. (laughs) We'll just get some commercials in here. All right. My front side is perfect, though. Really? Yeah, I'll show you that during the break. (laughs) I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Chips, dips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. This guy's you time to think about mine. I'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitz Dog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me, track my rage against middle age, the exploration of what's behind the scenes in Hollywood with guests like John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, Jimmy Kimmel, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, Sarah Silverman, all the big guns. We talk personally in a funny way. Come check it out. Fitz Dog Radio on Podcast One. This is Polly Shore, and right now you're listening to The Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. He didn't make any noise or anything. What's up with that? All right, phone number here on Love Line, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455, here with uh, the lovely Charlotte Ross. Star of um, the show that's not named after her, Polly. <laughs> I know. Uh, and what what is he name? What's his name on the show? Polly something. Polly Sherman. Yeah. Why don't they just call him Polly? What is that with TV? Give me one of those things. Oh, we wouldn't call him Polly Shore because he's not playing himself entirely. I see. <laughs> well, then just uh, don't do it. With, don't, don't do something that starts with an S H. We were going to call it Mommy and Me. But there's a charity called Mommy and Me. Oh, there is? Mm-hmm. What do they uh, raise money for? I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's something to do with mommies and children. <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I'm not sure specifically, that. but I think it is big and it's nationwide. Oh, okay. All right. Well, don't screw with the mommies. <laughs> Funniest comedy team on uh, television for my money, Drew, the mommies. Is that still on the air? I, have, I, I think the mommies uh, just never left the air, but people just quit caring. What, what is that, Engineer Mike? Oh, they do a talk show. Is that still on? Right. They, oh. It's 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 one of these great. Uh, is it a daytime thing or morning thing? It's one of these things where it's like, well, uh, we'll have it. You know, in our next segment, we're going to talk about uh, safety tips uh, for uh, school bus riding for uh, your kids, and then we'll show you how to make a uh, planter out of a coffee can. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I sit home and I think, God, there's going to be a day when I'm going to be watching these shows and. And actually, like, running for a pad and pencil because you're <laughs> yeah. taking measurements on the coffee can. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I was going to read some email, but screw that because... Uh, She'd like to do a couple calls tonight. Charlotte's there. Yeah. Yes. All right, true. Can you believe we get paid the same amount? You? Isn't it outrageous <laughs> that I don't get paid twice as much as no, That's he? not what she meant. Oh, really? <laughs> don't cross me, baby. Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> Mary. Mary, what can I do for you? Hi. Um, I was calling because um, for about the last year and a half, since I went on the birth control pill, I've been having um, pain either during or after I have sex, like a burning feeling. 
but it's not every time I do it, and I cannot figure out what it is. It's because first my doctor told me, oh, you need to use some more lubricant, so I use tons and tons of it. And so then it's really like, like it's like a, a vaginal irritation. Yeah, it burns. And do you guys use a condom or anything? No, I'm on the pill. You're on the pill. It's it started when I stopped using condoms, and I really do not want to go back to doing that. Huh? Have they done cultures? No. What like? You, you, do you think it's an infection? Well, it's possible. I mean, you get various infections in there. No, I don't necessarily think it is. Well, it um, started when you stopped using condoms. Right. That's, so maybe that's there's a, some sort of venereal disease. Well, well not, do not you even... clean after? You... No, no, I have regular hmm? Pap smears, so I know. Okay, that. but what's the cleaning? It, Hold on. What do you do with the cleaning? I mean, after s- sex, mm-hmm. you should if, if well, I shouldn't get well. Well, go ahead. Whatever. After sex, um, it's probably good to make sure that. You know, you go to the bathroom and you're not like. Yeah, I do that all the time. Oh. Sort of flush things out. It's not. It's not that you have burning with urination. Is that right? No, no. It's, it's that you like, just have a general. How long does it last for? Um, till I fall asleep usually. Huh. Oh. Well, it still hurts. Then you just don't know it. The yeah. same same partner. Yeah. God, you wonder if it could be some kind of reaction to his. Uh, Potentially the semen. I've heard of allergic reactions, s- things like that. I mean, that. Yeah, I, I, I once threw up after I blew this guy. The, oh, yeah. the thing is, like, it's not every single time. Like, if I really want to be having sex, I can, like, talk myself out of having the, that feeling. And so sometimes I think, like, maybe it's, like, a stress related reaction. But how long has it been going on? For on and off for a year and a half. Oh, okay. You can talk yourself out of it. That's very strange. Go, like, Drew. I can psych myself out of it. Like, oh, it doesn't hurt. Drew, do your thing. Well, I, I don't want to go there too quickly. I mean, that's usually real serious pelvic pain. You're worrying about f- sexual abuse. Is that what you're talking about? No. What do you? I was talking about how uh, you know there's uh, like some tightening up down. No, there this is different. No. This is a different symptom though. She's saying it's like the the lining is burning, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like right around the like edge. like a yeast infection. Oh, or, but you don't think this could be a venereal disease? A, a venereal in the sense that they could be passing something back and forth, and it could be an infection. But it's called a vaginitis typically. But even if I get regular Pap smears, do you mm. think? Yes, absolutely. They might not. They might not pick it up. You have to be cultured. That's nothing to do with the Pap smear. Can you culture a pap smear? Yeah. No. They're, no. They're totally separate things. I thought pap smear, they go in for cultures. No, pap smear, you go in with a brush and a, and a stick Diesel. and, you, right. and oh. you scrape the cervix. Right. That's it. Culture, you go in with a culture medium and you culture. Oh. And if you don't... Come on, Charlotte. <laughs> no, your vagina, please. <laughs> it's sorry. embarrassing. I'm sorry. What's that, Mary? I don't think that this is that rare because I've talked to my friends about it and they're like, oh, I have that too. So I think it's like some common thing. I, I could imagine irritation afterwards, but you're, you're really maybe raw. Maybe she's right. That that's what that's what she was recommended to use more lubricants to begin with. That was mm-hmm. what the doctor told her. And uh, mm-hmm. I, Mary, I don't know if we can speculate beyond that. I mean, go back in, get and a ma- culture, get a culture, make it clear to the doctor that it's really something that is disturbing to you. I, I it's very peculiar that you can talk yourself out of it. That you know, that we, we all of us jump to the immediately to the notion that this is psychologically based, and a lot of pelvic pain can be, but usually not burning. What? All right. You look very disappointed. Yeah. I was trying to think if I ever had any pelvic pain. I could have that, right? Could I? No. I couldn't? You, yeah, you could have pelvic pain, but not vaginal burning. Okay. I'm, I'm really... <laughs> uh, I couldn't. Okay. Let me think about that. I am uh, I'm the, uh, the picture of health, by the way. You are. Charlotte, yes. I have uh, no difficulties. I never go to the doctor. <laughs> I have a little... Uh, I have a little... You can't... Uh, you are. What do I have? Uh, the hernia. And you've got that, uh, you have a that fistula that keeps forming. No, I do not have that fistula that keeps forming. Where's your hernia? You want me to show it to you? No, no. Oh, uh, you know where it is, Dr. Drew? 
Yeah, he keeps trying to get me to take care of him. It's just not it's really. <laughs> I don't even look at it. It's not right. It's not right. It's a little bulge right at the pube line. It's kind of cool. Pube line. It'll bring you luck if you rub it. Oh, it's such a pretty picture. All right. It's, it's really. It's just the body, you know. I'm really. I'm a sick man. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be laughing. It could burst, and I could go at any time now. Oh yeah. Oh. Travis, twenty-two. Yeah. Um. Got a question for you. I've been with uh, the same girl for three years. Uh, the first year and a half was perfect. Uh, we was always happy, always went out and done things. But after that, we ended up getting engaged, and it's like things went downhill. Uh, she won't take too much control. It seemed like uh, I had the uh, urge to go out with other girls. Is there anything wrong with that? Or uh, Yeah. If you're going to get married. What what do you mean take control? What does that mean? uh, If I wanted just to go out with my friends or something. No, 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 no. What is this urge to take control that she had? What does that mean? He's saying when when he goes out with his friends. Oh, just to to rule everything I do. Rule over everything you do. Right. Ah. Maybe you're just not ready to get married. Well, we wasn't uh, really going to... Guys uh, having a run on uh, Chico Sticks there, Travis? rush on that where, where, do you, where are you working oh gas station oh god how's that going ringing up he's, constant, he's, he's concentrating there Ed. Let, let i'm him sorry finish, let him finish his transaction yeah okay um it's just that she wants if if i do or if i ask her to do anything at all fun or go out with my friends, I always get a guilt trip. And it makes me feel bad that I have to lie to my friends or say something stupid to my friends so they don't think bad of her. I guess I'm really unhappy. Have you told her about this? Yeah. Several what does she times. say? Uh, guilt trip, basically. All right. Well, don't get married. Don't get married. Do you, how many kids do you have? None. Really? Uh, Travis, you're uh, in the running for the uh, Adam Carolla uh, Golden um, Condom of the month, and uh, even uh, you're even up there for the uh, Norplant Medallion. At least your girlfriend is. This is wonderful. Please, no children, and don't get married. No, Not yet. You don't have to break up with your girlfriend, but don't get married until you straighten these things out. Maybe just explain to her how serious this, you know, these feelings are that you have, and what you can do together to work on them. And if she's not at all cooperative, then you know, you have to take steps that way. And I sh- Charlotte, you said something I think is pretty astute, and that is what you can do together to work on her feelings. And that is, she really feels insecure and needs to feel supported and loved. And there may be things that you can do that you are feeling about her that if you express them more clearly to her, she'd feel more secure and wouldn't be on your case so much. Yes, everyone, stop reacting to everything and uh, and, and start seeing what you can do to make things better. It's everyone said than just done, reacts. But... I know. I know. You ever been married? No. No. Really? Mm hmm. Surprised, uh, a little jewel like you wasn't plucked up earlier. I know, it's gonna be worried. A few people have said that to me. <laughs> You've had many proposals, I'm sure. No. 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 The last uh, guy with the rug on his back never proposed. <laughs> no. No. He's probably too insecure about the hair thing. <laughs> Maybe. Did you want to marry him? Oh, you. Go, well, I don't know. Yeah, it was Maybe. probably best you did. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. I know so. Were the other girls at the slumber party married? No, no, no. All single? Not yet. They're all 
ripe for the picking. <laughs> right. Just, I wish I could have uh, like had like one of those little Seven Eleven cameras up in the corner, of the, <laughs> the living room, and maybe one in the bathroom. Can I have her number and her number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Chris, thirty-four. Uh, hello. Hey. Hey, I had a couple questions for you. One for Adam and one for Doctor Drew. Yeah. Um, Adam, uh, have you ever been compared to Howard Stern? No. I, I just, um, that was not the main to be offensive to either you or Howard Stern. No, I, I understand. I think the guy's funny. I just, it never, uh, never really comes up. Is that because Adam's a flirt? I'm sorry? Is that because Adam's a flirt? Well, the voice is similar, because I've listened to your show for It comes up now. once in a while. Come on. Hello? Every once in a while, somebody will say something. Not not directly. Someone will, like, call up me on Howard Stern rules or something, or, uh, He hasn't commented on my... T- I like you and Howard Stern or something like that, but right, people right. don't really... Not make explicit comparisons, no. that's true. Yeah. Other than we're both a-holes on the radio. Yes. Well, <laughs> there is a difference in that you don't make um, what seem to be real derisive or, or uh, comments about the, the, the guest's anatomy. Like Howard does sometimes like these things like, oh yeah, you know... You want to come over and do me type thing, you know? You well, but the voice is similar. I just wanted if anyone ever made that comment. No, but uh, if they do, um, I'll say that you did it first, Chris. <laughs> I well, I did get Donna Dierico to pull up her top, and that's about as uh, close to that as I got. The one from Baywatch. Yes. Okay, I will listen to that show. Okay. The other question was for Doctor Drew. Chris this was on uh, methamphetamine use. Yeah. A friend of mine that had been coming. Uh, I guess she's in rehab now. Good. And I met her at church, and I was curious. Um, she had told me. I guess uh, basically she just sleeps, and. Uh, she slept for, honestly, two weeks straight. Did nothing but sleep for two weeks. And I wondered if that was normal, abnormal. Um, when someone's coming off meth, meth uh, crystal? I, I, or smoking meth, really. Probably I, I don't doing. know what, how she was doing it. Uh, uh, that's a long, that's a long uh, detox for methamphetamine. Typically, people crash about two to four days. Right. Uh, and, they, and they are out of it. I mean, they are asleep. We have to get them up and get them to the bathroom and make them drink fluids or even put them on an IV. So they, she probably didn't really sleep for two weeks. She R- just thought she did. Right. I bet she slept for about five to seven days and then was out of it for another week. Uh, and, and she, you know, this we're talking about big-time amphetamine abuse or a dependency to, to create that kind of a come down. Right. It's, crash. What's the word I've heard you Crash. Um, crash. It's not addiction. Uh, true. <laughs> Say crash again, would you? <laughs> Is the person addicted to it if... Is methamphetamine considered an addiction, or is it considered oh, Hold on, it's my turn. It's Crash! Pro- it's profoundly addictive. Okay, so it is addictive as Pro- opposed to profoundly. habituation. Habituation, <laughs> I'm not sure, is a term that, that I would use at all. Why not? Because someone else used it before you and no, you were jealous? because... True doesn't like when other people bandy about big words. No. He thinks uh, education think... and vocabulary is strictly for doctors, and if uh, anyone oh. uses it before he, he gets all puffy about it. I just think that, that we, we have addiction, dependency, abuse, and use, and that really is, is as much vocabulary as I need to describe the diseases that we deal with. Right. Uh, and and uh, habituation is somewhere between addiction and dependency, and I'm not quite sure why I need that term. Okay. Well, see, if I said to Drew, like, well, it sounds like this individual is, uh, oh, man, I forgot the word. Habituated. <laughs> no, no, no. If I, if, if I said to you, uh, oh, screw it. Yeah, I'm all yeah. flustered, Charlotte. Okay. You got me all going. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> all right. No, here's what. If I said to Drew, mm-hmm. I think this youngster is ambivalent about their sexuality, Drew would say, no, they're just confused. Because he doesn't, which is really the same as ambivalence. He just right. doesn't like when someone uses a big word that oh. he should have been using. Well, that stems from insecurity. Right, right. <laughs> I, Let, I better leave now. We'll talk about his childhood <laughs> during the commercial. When we come back, uh, Drew, why don't you sell the hell out of the next call? Uh, we're going to go to the next call because uh, he has been on hold for 108 minutes. Really? Wow. Yeah, we'll see what he has to say. All right. Jeez.
I began to float up and away from my body. Ah, uh, lady, you better get back float. here. If you're not here when Love Line float. returns, they're gonna be. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall. And now we have sponsors. And the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind in the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything at Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. More Love Line with Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, and Charlotte Ross from Polly tomorrow night. Monday night, Fox, 9.30. Everybody watch this show. <laughs> Make it a big uh, success so that um, Charlotte doesn't have to sell herself <laughs> out on the streets. No, she likes this role. Um, you'll like the role. Uh, Charlotte wears uh, many, many dresses and stuff. And, and, uh, and try to be funny. And she tries to be funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, hell, if uh, Married with Children can stay on 25 years, you can certainly <laughs> get five years out of this thing. Amanda Beers directed an episode. She plays the next door neighbor on Married with Children. She right. great. Great. Oh. And actually, Christina Applegate did uh, a great role on it. That oh, really? A couple of weeks. Yeah. And and they, uh, and Married with, whoever and the guy. Warwick and Eric Estrada. <laughs> now, what was Dionne Warwick on there? So <laughs> She came on and Polly had a joke. About, wait, what am I thinking? What am I thinking, Dion? So she was actually kind of making fun of herself and, and the, the psychic hotline, I think. Good, because it's uh, despicable, those uh, <laughs> things, really. Hey, let's pray on poor people. Hey, there's, there's a calling in life. Hey, I think here's what I do for a living. I get rich off of stupid poor people. No. That's what she does for a living. You don't believe in psychics at all? Not her psychics. <laughs> Not the ones you call in at the 976? I, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald's psychics, I would believe it. But not Dionne Warwick. <laughs> really? No, I, please. First off, there are that, they're not that many good psychics around if there is such a thing anyway. Have you ever had your cards read, Tara? We had um, Kenny, Kingston. Kenny Kingston come in here. Uh, sweet spirit. Yeah, I don't know if you know Kenny. No. Uh, you've seen Kenny. He does the same the same late night BS uh, that Dion Warwick does. He goes, oh. he goes. Uh, where'd he go to? Uh, oh, The Rock. The Rock. Oh, right, that's right, Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yes. Oh. And then he went. Uh, he went to the Queen Mary, and he sniffs around, and he <clears throat> feels what? psychic energy yeah, and a stuff. Bunch of, uh, what did he say famous, about Alcatraz? Famous, famous people lived in your house too. 
Yeah, he 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 offered to uh, for three hundred bucks. I think he came over and he said, "I will uh, exercise your house. I will get out any unwanted demons from your house." Did you take him up on it? No, I said, "Kenny, if you come over, the only <laughs> buddy I want out of my house would be you." <laughs> so three hundred bucks for you to show up and leave. That's so interesting. Like he says, it might be a bad spirit in your house that's causing you, like for the reason you're still single or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not in my house, but I know there's a bad spirit in my house because someone took a crap in my tub. Uh, I'm, I didn't. Uh, you don't know about this, but uh, I'm, my house is a total disaster, and it's fifty. No, it's Just seventy-five some years old. Some random person took a crap in your. I didn't have the the crap analyzed at the lab. I'm guessing it was a random person. It could have been a family member. I really don't know. But <laughs> the point is, is my house is wide open because it's being torn apart. Oh. And uh, some like uh, crack addict went in there. Are you and sure it was so- a humans? A dog could. A dog would not take a. No dog would take a dump in the tub, <laughs> would he? My, yeah, my little pickanese took a in my shower uh, the other week. Really? <laughs> yeah, trying to hide it from me. That dog's a genius. <laughs> yeah, those pickanese, they're they're devious. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't believe in uh, the whole psychic thing. Uh, Kenny's a nice guy, and he, he tells you some weird stories, and it's hard to argue with some of the bizarre stuff that they uh, spit out. But in general... No, and certainly not Dion Warwick's uh, buddies. And basically, it is preying upon the stupid. That's what it is. They're vultures who take money All from right. people that don't have Let's money. It's the same with the lottery people. All right. All right. Let's take people, look, hammer a welfare check and spend it on lottery. That's what you're doing. That's what the lottery is. Aww. Taking money from people that don't have money. And that's why the government is hypocritical. You can't gamble right. on a, right. yeah, right. hold on. Right. You can't gamble on a football game. But go ahead and gamble. On the lottery, yeah. because your odds of winning in a lottery are zero. They're ten billion to one. It's despicable this lottery. And where's all the money? School system. Well, it's Come hard on. because there always is someone who wins. Yeah, some idiot. That's how you know they're all idiots. And, and believe me, and, and it's a horrible message. So let's talk about this lottery for a second. Here's what you're saying when you're offering a lottery: you have no chance of doing anything with your life. You'll never see more than five grand, and you're a loser. Your only chance is is to put a buck down when you're buying a pack of Pall Malls, and maybe, just maybe, you could get yourself out of the hell that you've created. Right, I It's understand. a horrible message. And it's saying gambling is fine. And it's why everyone tells the, the government to F off. The government wants people to listen to them and not gamble on this and not gamble on that. So horse racing, legal. Lottery, legal. Football, illegal. Well, that makes perfect sense. Of course no one listens to them. Uh, uh, alcohol, uh, caffeine, um, nicotine, legal. Uh, marijuana, illegal. No one's going to listen to you. And that's what we've created here. Right, right on, right on. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm done being fired up. I always come in for Sunday night. I'm always fired up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt? Yeah? He's been on hold for 118 minutes. His name is Matt. Yeah. Uh, I have patience, so. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend and I have been together for two years. Um, we're envy of everybody that we go to school with. Why? So, huh? Why? Because you're so fabulous. Because they're just amazed and how long, how well we get together and how long we've been together. So your relationship is good. That's yeah. what they're All right. Now, she wants, she's 17, I'm 18, and she wants to start tanning. Tanning salon. Yeah. Competitively? <laughs> and I just want to know, like... The tanning was. Could is there like any way they can get like any breast cancer or any kind of? Well, you might be at some risk of skin cancers and yeah, and right. and uh, more rapid aging of the skin. I mean, it, it, although they sort of suggest 
that maybe it's not as bad from a tanning booth as from the sun. The science doesn't necessarily back that up. Um, but what is the ray thing, Drew? They got the UV ray, and then there's the a and B uh, LUV ray or yeah. something. I, I, it's, it's all, look, it's it's all an energy of, of radiation that get into the skin and screw up the elastic fibers just underneath the skin that create wrinkles. And probably any UV radiation is going to increase your risk of skin cancers, but they not need necessarily be dangerous skin cancers. And I, you may... It's hard to predict how much of an impact that's actually ah, going to have. Is she a is she a dark skin girl? Uh, no. I mean that's a stupid question. No, is it's she a, good a question. fair skin girl? Yeah. I should ask. Mm, no, she's pretty much like a pale yeah. skin. So her risk, no, I would risk, consider that fair. By the way, yeah, her yeah. risks of more serious kinds of skin cancers can be higher. Right, because uh, whitey. the albino people were not meant to be out in the sun. Right, it's it's uh, you know do the look into the history. Darker skinned people come from uh, places where there's more sun exposure, yep. right? Yep. You got to be darker. Otherwise, yep. you'd, you'd fry out there. Or you get cancer. My mom is like an albino. Really? But my dad is a real, like, a goomba type. Uh. You know, so I can go out in the sun. Uh. My sister can't. Uh. It's kind of weird. Huh. She'll fry in a second. Gotta turn like a sister. tomato. Just, I'm, it's, it's it's oh, my her. sister just had a kid. I know. Oh. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. My when? uncle. No, uh, I don't know. I like, <laughs> <laughs> no, she it was like two, three days ago. Oh. Yes, she's in Germany. She yeah. coming out? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Did she'll be out him? soon enough. Uh, uh, By the way, I don't know. I got to look into all this. I, 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 I want to meet your you're sister. You're so close with your family. <laughs> I, I want to go out to dinner with you. Thanks for standing us up the other day. <laughs> all right. And a lot of things we got to All right. Well, oh, we, we got to get my sister in here. Don't cry. She's a bigger pain in the ass than I am. <laughs> but uh, so I want to congratulate her on that, even though she's in Germany. Yay. I has no idea we're talking about it. Uh, I love bikini lines, though. And yeah. I know Drew won't admit this because he uh, he's not a man. But guys love bikini lines. Really? The- yes. Oh. I don't know what it is. It sounds bizarre. I mean, why the line? Is that but- true with, with uh, on your face, like with goggles from skiing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love when they smear a big, big coat of paba on the nose, <laughs> and it's just the nose is pink and the rest is tan. Oh. Yeah. No, I love a bikini line on a woman because it's the stuff I wasn't seeing when we were at the beach is the way I look at it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's only when it's uncovered. Yeah, otherwise I don't know it's there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I oh, love the bikini line. that's interesting. Have you ever gone out with anybody who doesn't tan? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, I've been without the bikini line, but I do enjoy it. All right, Drew, what? Jason, 21. Hey, how you guys doing? Do you tan, Charlotte? No. No? I fry. Maybe we could spray a bikini line on you. <laughs> yeah. Let's try that later. Uh-huh. I got my bikini stencil in the car. Whatever you say. <laughs> Jason? Yeah, how you guys doing? Good. Good. Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys, you guys got a great show going, and I like it a lot better than the TV show. I started out watching your TV show, and the radio is like 10 times better. Well, the imagination. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because we don't have to see your mug in there or something. I'm not <laughs> that's, sure. Uh, that's another element. <laughs> but also, I wanted to comment on your on your spiel at the beginning of the show, and I, I totally agree with you, man. We got our values in the wrong place, or our our priorities, I should say. Thank you. Yeah, and I I agree with a lot of stuff you say on there too. You're I like your show, man. Thank you. Keep man. it going. You drunk? Huh? Are you stoned or drunk? No, I neither. Really? <laughs> no. Heroin? No, I'm just tired. No. Okay. All right. Thanks, sweet. Jason. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's nice to hear nice. from an adoring fan every once in a while. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break.
Uh, when we come back, we will wrap up and wrap down with Charlotte. And, uh, Are you sure it wasn't a prank? One last... Uh, Someone put them up to it. <laughs> one, uh, my agent. One, uh, one last plug for Polly, and then we'll be out of here. Hello. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, yo, kick some flavor and stuff and love and line. I'll be right back in a minute. I'm sorry, that was really bad. You're just not straight like me. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com. Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save time. Save money and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Hi, this is Psychic Kenny Kingston, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, sweet spirit. And it's almost time to have Kenny back on the show. Those are the biggest nights we have, because no matter what anyone says about uh, the psychics, people are so narcissistic, they're so interested. They, they could be going, I'm telling you, Kenny will sit here and you could be going, listen, Kenny, I don't buy a word of this crap. Uh, I'm an atheist. I, don't, I believe that nothing goes on other than what you can see, touch, taste, or feel. And he'll go, give me your hand. And you, he'll touch his hand and he'll go, you're very creative, aren't you? And you'll go, yes. <laughs> Something really yes, good. Yes, I am. That covers all, everybody. Right, right. Here's how they work. So they easy go, to fall into They it. go. And they can't really do it to an actor, because uh, an actress, because that's what you're doing. But they'll go, you're a very creative person, <laughs> but your job right now is not fulfilling that. Am I right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right, right. And there's two of you. There's a side of you that people see and that people know at work, but there's, then there's another side of you that no right, one that will apply ever to know. Anybody. Yes, oh yes, that is so me. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. All right, and you're very you're you're deceptively handsome. Yes, yes, you're right. You people don't, don't know how it. handsome I am, Kenny. All right. <laughs> All right, Charlotte Ross, uh, thank you very much. Thank you. It was fun. You, uh, you're a role model guest. Really? Yes. You, uh, you're the guest we want. Uh, all, all other guests should patter, right. the, and patter themselves. And anybody that takes abuse and as good-natured a way as you did. Oh, it was not it was abuse. abuse. Yes, yeah, you hear that? Don't put words in her mouth. We merely had a fun time tonight, and I yeah. appreciate that. And for that, I will command everyone to watch Polly uh, tomorrow <laughs> night, uh, Monday night, on Fox at nine thirty. Yay! All right, uh, enjoy. I <laughs> uh, hope it's a big success, and thank you thank very much. You, thank you, guys. And until next time, this is Adam Crowley for Doctor Drew saying mahalo. Doctor Drew is right. It?
This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.